The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Welcome to the Angel Tarot Show with best-selling author and Angel Tarot expert, Radley Valentine. Plan your week ahead with gentle guidance from your angels, combined with the wisdom of Tarot, and create the magical life you deserve. Hey everybody, it is Radley Valentine here with the Angel Tarot Show, exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm. And I've got my buddy and marketing guru, Muni Syed, with me. Hello. Hi, Rad. Hey, everybody listening. It's a pleasure to be here with you again. This has been really fun this month, sharing all the stuff we've been sharing. And that brings me to today's topic, which is something I've always wanted to ask you. And it's surprising to me, we've never had this conversation before. But who are the archangels that take care of us as we're launching our spiritual businesses? Well, you know, the first one is Archangel Michael, which, you know, is like, Needs no needs no introduction. Everybody knows him. Everybody loves him. You're <laughs> even wearing his color, even though people on Mind Body Spirit can't see, but it's sapphire blue. But the you know the other archangel is one that not everyone's heard of, and it's Archangel Ariel. And um, um, so, but let's start with Michael. Yes. So, uh, for those of you who are actually watching this on YouTube. Archangel Michael is known to be this archangel that comes in sapphire blue. Here we have a picture of him. It's a very traditional image of Archangel Michael with the long blonde hair and all the muscles and the armor and the sword of light. And so that doesn't mean that Michael looks like that because archangels do not have a typical appearance. They have different appearances based on different people. He he doesn't even look like that to me. For me, Archangel Michael is kind of like more Clark Kent, a little bit nerdy, still handsome, you know, but just going to take off those glasses and be and, you know, save the world. So Archangel Michael's name means he who is like God. And um, he is the archangel that helps us to sever our energetic connections to the past. Now, why is that the archangel for business, you might say? Well, there's multiple reasons. And the first reason is that we have experiences as human beings that limit us. And so we might be in this space where it's like we've tried to have a business before. It didn't work out. These thoughts are going through our head. We're like, I can't do this. I tried. I failed. I'm not successful. I'm not good at marketing, blah, 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 blah. All these thoughts. It's all ego, right? It's ego. And so what does Archangel Michael do, among other things? He is a total swashbuckler when it comes to eradicating that pirate called ego. He just like swings that sword and ego has to get out of the way. He also severs our energetic connections to the past. So we aren't ruled by the past. We aren't ruled by those those experiences that we had in the past where we were like, oh, I can't do this. He also can wrap us in an energetic ball of sapphire blue light that makes us feel protected and safe. Why do we need to do that? Well, hey, you know what? Out in the marketing world, especially in social media, we can feel attacked. We can feel judged. We can feel as though everybody's watching us and watching us not do it successfully. Again, we're back to ego. Michael can come in and help us with that. Michael is also the archangel of life 
purpose, life purpose. And so he can help us to get really, really clear. So to the extent that we're not quite clear, to the extent that we feel like, I don't know, uh, astrology, numerology, tarot, I don't know, can't make up my mind to help us to like line up. Because what Michael wants more than anything is for us to be happy. Um, Michael is, in my experiences of channeling Michael and doing my angel walks, which I do is where I go for a a mindfulness walk and allow whatever archangels to show up. Michael is just a gregarious, really sweet guy that's more likely than not to put his like arm around your shoulder and pull you to him and go, it's going to be okay and give you a noogie to the head as a joke and say, it's going to be all right. I got your back. It's going to be all right. But you know what? In Michael's viewpoint from my channelings, Michael loves his job. He loves it. He loves what he does. He is crazy about his job. And that's part of why he's the archangel of life purpose. He wants us to be happy. He wants us to be in a place of joy. And when we are in joy, when we love what we do, you know what pops out of our cute little heads? Success. Success pops out of our cute little heads. And so we have this experience of, wow, I'm doing what I want to do and I'm doing it successfully because I'm doing what I want to do. And therefore I am happy and therefore I do more. It's a circle. It's a big, beautiful blue sapphire circle. What do you think? I would like to schedule my discovery call with Michael immediately. We are currently experiencing a longer than expected wait time. So please hang on. Your call is important to us and we will be right with you. Actually, that's not the way it works with Michael. Michael is omnipresent and he is always available to us. There is no hold time on the Archangel hotline. They <laughs> and immediately. Well, and that's, I think it's, it's when I think back across my journey of, of getting from where I was when I started this, this kind of thing where I was like, oh, I should help people do this. Uh, and that was like seven years ago, right? So I sat, I've been sitting on this thing for a while because I didn't feel safe. I think that was like the ultimate you know, point is that I, I didn't feel like I knew who to be, which is such a silly thing to think about now that I you know, didn't feel comfortable being myself. I feel like I was being pushed in the direction of trying to be somebody that I wasn't and I didn't feel safe. So every time I tried to like approach it, I'd get that feeling like when you know, like you're watching a movie and like the camera like tilts over the edge of a building or if you're on or if you don't like roller coasters or like whatever it is, you get that that sinking feeling in your stomach. That was the uh-huh. feeling that I would get every time I tried to do something or take a step forward in my business. And it wasn't until I got past all that identity stuff, but also that I felt safe to be able to go and do that. So I'm I'm grateful that Michael can do that for people that are trying to do this. And that's that's the guy or that's the angel, I should say that you're going to be leaning on in those hard moments, in those moments where you don't feel safe, that's who you're calling on. In those moments where you don't feel protected, that's who you're calling on. It's a great kind of mantra. So what would be a way to like communicate with Michael or ask for that help when you're, you know, freezing up in front of your computer or you're freaking out about something? What's the best way to talk to him? Here's how I talk to him. I talk to him like he's my older brother in a way, or at the very least, a bestie. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and where it's like, it's literally me basically going, okay, Michael, this is making me insane. I really, because I don't, there's not a framework for it for me. It's, it's, it's just talk to them, you know, talk to them like, 
Well, like you and I were talking to one another right before we came on mm-hmm. here. It's just like open-hearted, open-hearted, trusting, knowing that this dude doesn't have an ego mm-hmm. and he isn't going to judge us no matter what. And just say, it's like, okay, Michael, this is what's driving me crazy. I know it is, I know it's crazy and I know it doesn't make any sense, but I'm going to give myself grace and go, I'm, I'm a, a spirit having a human experience. And so, okay. So I'm like, this is really whacking me out and I need to not be whacked out about that. And this is, and I know it's ego. And so I just really need you to help me to wrestle this to the ground and help me to get clear. Because I think too, it's like, you know, we always think of Uriel as the Archangel of Epiphany. But all archangels have the ability for epiphany. I'm saying this for the very first time. This is just coming out of my mouth. So it's breaking like, news. <laughs> this, this just in. You know, it's like all archangels have epiphanies. I mean, Raphael can have help us to have an epiphany about our health. Mm. You know, Jophiel can have us help us have an epiphany about our thoughts. Ariel can have help us have an epiphany about our prosperity and abundance. Uriel doesn't have a trademark on that. Mm. Uh, it's literally all the archangels can help us to have that brilliant new idea about how it is that we are going to function in our life in any given element. Given that Michael is like purpose, it's like an epiphany on our life purpose, which is career, which requires, you know, to an extent, having a business and in some form or fashion, it does require feeling safe to do it, mm-hmm. feeling unjudged feeling as though we understand what it is that we're doing and having the epiphany of what it is that we're supposed to be doing. You know, it's so, it's so funny because it's like before Archangel Michael's sort of like Oracle card deck, which came out, you know, about six months ago, it's like, before I worked on that project, I I liked Michael. I, I, you know, you know, it's like, I got it. It's cool. But it's like, ever since then, it's like, He's just my buddy. He's just, I love him so much. And there is no reason why you anyone can't find happiness and joy and success in their career when you've got someone on your who has your back, literally, like Michael. You know, and so it's definitely something that people should consider. It's like, reach out to this big blue guy and let him help you, you know, let him help you to expand what it is that you're wanting to create in your career and in your life. The other archangel I brought up is one that people may not know as much, and her name is Ariel. And so she comes in a pale pink color. Um, For those who are watching, um, here she is on the strength card from Angel Wisdom Tarot Cards. And so for me, um, and again, archangels are show up for different people in different ways. But for me, Ariel is a redhead. And she doesn't dress like an angel because part of her gig is that she is a protector of nature and animals. So she doesn't have this big white flowy gown because it's like to do what with catch it on every bush in the forest. I mean, it's like that makes no sense. So I always think of her as being dressed like the elves in Lord of the Rings. You know, she's got she's she's dressed in green. She's got pants. She has a tunic. And she has this uh, pack on her on that she wears on her side that's full of coins and jewels that are meant to bring abundance and prosperity to us. Mm. 
you know, to, to create that element for us. But also it's important to know that one of my favorite pairings is Michael and Ariel, not necessarily from the standpoint of trying to create a business that can be successful, but from the standpoint of Michael is safety and protection and Ariel is courage. When we are courageous, when we have the absolute unending cornering of the market of self-confidence in what we are doing, and, and we also feel safe and protected, and we have the clarity of what we're supposed to be doing, and we have the archangel of abundance and prosperity, we can't lose. There's just, there's just no way, you can't, there's no way to lose. You can't lose. When you've got this team of this, you know, and I like to think of them of working together and, and it's that sapphire blue and the pale pink, but swirled together mm-hmm. because it's a collaboration. It's an archangel collaboration based upon your success. It's a committee meeting <laughs> where, where you actually get things done, where things actually get decided. And, but, the, you know, it's like, they're not the head of the committee. You are, you know, this is your team here to help support you, to help you to take that angelic energy out there and really make a success in your business. In the visualization of this, where would you put them? So Michael's got my back. So he's usually behind. Would Ariel be in front to kind of I, I would say yes. Courageously charge the way. Charge yeah. forward. I mean, she's yeah. dressed for it, right? She's yeah. just run. So it's like charging forward to be like, you know, to be like literally reaching into your bag and throwing gold coins into the air as in letting them rain down upon you. I mean, you know, and it's like the gold coins are a metaphor, but you have to think about them as a metaphor from the standpoint as they're magic. Mm-hmm. It's literally the magic of abundance and prosperity raining down on your cute little head, you know, with Michael behind you, keeping you safe and protected and severing your energetic connections from past and ego. Even if they start to reattach, it's like he's there and goes, nope, not on my watch. And they're gone. That's one of the things I love about having been a little boy. We have the best sound effects. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, the thing about that sword, it's like a lightsaber, right? <laughs> um, it slices through everything. It yeah. slices through everything. It does. I, you know, it's, it's interesting thinking about what you're saying in the sense of everything I know about launching spiritual businesses in the mm-hmm. sense that there's so much that needs to be thought about in the foundational building of something. If you've built something that's like too far extended away from the core of who you are, <clears throat> it creates an instability that even if you have tons and tons of success on top of it may eventually come crumbling down because it was built from an insecure, unsafe place. Right. right? And so there's something about the foundation of safety and security and protection that's important. And it's not just safety, security, and protection of you, but it's also of how you're doing what you're doing. So there's multiple levels that, that Michael will work in, in, a, in the way I imagine it in creating a way for us to have businesses that are already set up to succeed because we've done some of the work that we need to create that foundation for it. And then the thing I get excited about with Ariel is not just the gold coins, but <laughs> the jewels, but also, <laughs> <laughs> but, but the, the other part of it too, is the agility. You describe her as kind of being this right. um, adventure elf, right? So she's ready for anything. She knows the path ahead. She can guide you through and around and past the obstacles and past all the, 
you know, the, the orcs or whatever that are out in the thing. And so it's, it's knowing that you have a trusted guide that can show you the way and that you're protected because someone's always got your back. And I think if you were to approach anything in that mindset, those two angels would be amazing resources for you. But specifically when it comes to businesses, I can't imagine a better pair of angels to be working with because to me, that just sets you up to have a totally smooth and easy experience. So it's not that you don't have to do anything. You're not standing still and letting them do all the work, but you are taking a step forward, a step forward, a step forward, knowing that the path is being paved ahead of you and knowing that you're protected, you know, from everything else. So I think that's how I, I I'm visualizing all of this. And it was interesting. You were talking about how you see Archangel Michael as Clark Kent. We talked about this before, but never in depth, but I think I see him more as all angels as color. I think the way that it happens for me is when I notice a specific color where there's nothing else, like on my camera, for example, there's blue lights that turn on when it's recording that to me or the shirt that I'm wearing, or I'll be walking somewhere and you see something blue or you see yellow flowers, you see whatever. That's how it seems to me that the angels sort of appear to me in the way that I connect with them. Uh, and that's why we make choices about banners and buttons and things like that on the website, because we want to have a little bit of that experience mixed in there. But how would you say most people could start noticing those moments where Michael's with them or when Ariel's clearing the path? Like, what does that look like sometimes in 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 real life? <laughs> so the way that you are perceiving the archangels, I think, is rather clairvoyant. So mm-hmm. there are four primary clairs that people really tend to talk about. And uh, so there's clairvoyance, uh, which means to see. And it's usually to see in the mind's eye. Clairvoyance has become almost a generic term for psychic ability, mm-hmm. um, even though it actually technically is a very specific kind clairvoyance. So people might see blue in their mind's eye or see pink in their mind's eye. They could even see, you know, they might see if they have like focused on it or something, or it's just their vibe. They might literally in their mind's eye, see Michael show up. Mm. I don't claim to be clairvoyant. I'm more claircognizant with a touch of clairaudience. And yet when I am doing channeling work, I, and I'm just sort of like noticing this for the first time too, this just in as well, is that I, I actually am rather clairvoyant. Part of that, Mooney, is because in my channeling of stuff, part of what I'm trying to do is describe things, you know, to the people who are listening to the channeling or reading the channeling is to just describe it. And so maybe some sort of clairvoyance shows up. Like I see Michael right now. He's leaning against the wall right there. His arms are crossed. And he's just kind of grinning. <laughs> he kind of does that, you know, because he's he's like listening to me and he's like, Go for it. So you might see blue. You might see images of angels dressed in blue. Um, Because he comes in blue, he's very often dressed in blue in paintings and in pictures and stuff like that. You might see the word Michael. You mm-hmm. might just be, you might see it over and over and over. Oh my God, I've got eighty-seven emails and twenty-seven of them are Michaels. You know, people who are named Michael, past Michael Street. You know, those kinds of things. Clairsentience is about feeling. And so, well, actually, let's back that up just a tish. So clairvoyance in your business can mean having a vision for your business. Yeah. Okay. Having a vision for your business. Clairsentience is about feeling. All right. 
Um, and so it's like you might have, it's like you feel that Michael is with you. Michael comes with a little bit of heat. So maybe you have an angelic inner feeling and it feels like blue to you. Or you, if you practice working with angels, you're going to notice that Michael feels different than Ariel. And they do. I mean, it's like, and, and you know, I've been doing this a long time. And it's like, they are very different. And yet they they both have a serious sense of humor. Ariel really loves to tease Michael. All the archangels love to tease Michael. They do because Michael is like the one, right? He's the he's the Superman, you know, and the other angels like to tease him about it. But he but the thing is that Michael's in on the joke. He's like, I know I get it, whatever. But it, this is my job, right? This is what I do. This is my job. In clairsentience, it's like, how do you want your business to feel? Mm hmm. How do you want it to feel to you? When you show up for your business every single day, how does that feel to you? The next one is clear audience, that is to hear. And so it's usually hearing in the mind's ear. It can show up as like, for me anyway, if I'm really not paying attention and it is a really serious situation and I am not getting the message, I will hear my guardian angels literally hear them and it's brief because all they're really doing is like we're just going to have to exert the effort to get <laughs> angel boys attention and so they will but then it's back to like the hearing with the ear or claircognizant that with clear audience in your business it's like what message do you want people to get about what it is that you are presenting to the world and then finally, we have claircognizance. And claircognizance is to know that is my primary clair. It's the most rare. It's also the biggest pain in the ass because it's like, well, can I say that? Um, <laughs> we'll believe it. <laughs> my body spirit. Okay, great. So it's like, it's the biggest pain in the butt. Okay. Because it's like, your mind wants to really mess with you and go, you know what? Hey, it's like, no, you're making this up. You're, it's just your imagination. But when really it's like, no, this is information from the divine, from source, from the angels. And they're putting it in your head and you're like, okay, I know this to be true. Mm. Know this to be true. And so what is it about your business that you know to be true? What is the literal essence of it that you know in your heart is what you are trying to portray. What are you trying to accomplish? And it's interesting because hearing you talk about because we've never had this conversation before. We this is also this breaking is news. news. This is really cool. This is breaking um, news. The thing that that I'm hearing in all of this is that your ego is the thing that's going to muddy the waters on those communications every single time. Every single so, time. Yeah, every single time, right? So in this case, and I was just laughing for a second when you were talking about Michael standing there because I'm sure he's got a t-shirt on that says your ego is not your amigo or something. <laughs> well, he didn't, but he does now. He does now. So, but, but it and is. It's one like this. Yeah, right See, here. He's pointing at his chest now. <laughs> but the... I, I look at what you're saying because you're so right. I mean, the the way that you approach all of this, those clairs, those senses, your spiritual sensitivities are all going to be a part of how your business operates. Mm -hmm. You can't just like shut that part down and not nope. utilize it. You got to kind of, you got to drink your own Kool-Aid. Is that a good way to say it? To, to say okay. it? You got to, sure. you got to believe in what you're doing, right? You have to be a product of your own, your own discovery or product of your own work uh, in order for it to be authentic in a lot of ways. If you're approaching your business like that you're afraid of it or that there's 
something wrong about it or you don't fully believe it or there's something in the way of you being able to be in total and clear alignment with those those spiritual senses and those messages that are coming in, how on earth are you ever going to get it out there in a meaningful way that's going to connect with people? How is it ever going to be experienced or shared without this filter of ego on it, which people are going to be able to sense, you know, one way or the other. If you're uncertain about what you're doing and you're uncertain about what you want to share and you're uncertain about any part of it or that you've got any of those limiting thoughts about I'm not good enough or, you know, I'm not smart enough, I don't have enough certifications, people are going to feel that on the other side of it. People are going to sense that on the other side Mm -hmm. of it when you're trying to talk about it. So the more work you can do to work with your archangels to get these clairs in order to kind of get get that messaging right and get that self t- that part of it taken care of the easier it's going to be to go out there and talk about it because you're not going to have to be like I, I imagine it it's like in music when you one of the things I always used to be impressed by is when musicians could transpose things up or down a key just by looking at it in their head totally yeah. agree but it, it seems impossible to me. So I can't imagine having this like filtered information coming in from spirit and having to like transpose it in my mind as it's simultaneously coming in and then and then somehow spit it out again seems like a lot of work and not fun at all. Right. Absolutely. I mean, it's like other than pure luck, and I have certainly bumped into people, especially in my accounting career, who were successful in business. And it was clear to me, it's like, okay, this is just luck because <laughs> no. But we are talking about spiritually based businesses here. So that means the people who are looking to you to provide a service, no matter what it is, are tuned in at some level. Yeah. Right. This is not the muggles down the street who are going to work, you know, on Wall Street who are not maybe tuned in. Maybe they are, but not, maybe not. These are the people who are coming to you are tuned in at some level. And so if you're scattered, if you are uncertain, if you don't understand what it is that you are trying to present, if you don't understand what it is that you are trying to do as a service to the world, Mm -hmm. they'll know. They will absolutely know. They'll feel the uncertainty. And even more so, I think, because I believe so strongly, and I've said it a million times, birds of a feather flock together. Radley's angel message is different from other people's angel messages. The people who are going to flock to Radley are people who are on the same vibrational level, the same tune, the same whatever, because they're the ones who are like, okay, I'm tuned into the station that I can hear. And what do I, oh, it's that pop star Rad, (laughs) right? And he's singing the song that I like to dance to. If you don't know your song, no one's going to dance. Oh, that's a great way of putting it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's very true. There, I think the, 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 the curtain being pulled back here is that people are attracted to who you are as a healer, to who you are as a teacher, to who you are as a human being, and that's going to be what attracts them to working with you. You're right. They could get angel information in a million different places, mainly in Wikipedia, you could go and get some real good information on Wikipedia in there. On angel, there's tons of books, there's tons of courses, there's tons of yep. teachers, yep. but yep. they're coming to experience Radley's version of it. And so I think that's a key part of like you stepping into this as a as a spiritual business owner, a spiritually based business owner, or somebody who's out there with a practitionership or sharing your gift and however it makes sense to you, is that they're coming to experience your version of it. 
And so imagine if you had a version of it that was built on a solid foundation where Michael had your back the whole way through and that you had the agility to keep moving forward with Ariel in front of you, rewarding you for every step that you're taking forward. It's a great kind of little thing that I just connected in my brain that she's rewarding us with every step we take forward. But I honestly believe at this point that if it's, if this, this spiritual information that's coming in about, you know, how we want it to feel and what do we want it to sound like and what we want it to look like and and all of those things and what we want to have that experience of it, what is causing, and this is maybe the bigger question is like, what is causing our egos to try to get in the way of that? Why is it? Is it trauma? Do you think? Is it fear? Like what, what would you kind of uh, say? And maybe it's multiple things, but what do you think that is? I, I think that ego is always based on fear. Mm. So we talk about ego in this really super negative way, mostly. Mm. Um, but if we try to be at all compassionate towards the ego that is within us, then we can make an argument that ego is trying to protect us. Yeah. Um, that ego is basically trying to say, God, this could go so wrong. And if it goes so wrong, then Bradley's not going to have trauma with a small T. He's going to have trauma with a capital T. And so I'm going to try to protect him from that. So that's the compassionate way of looking at it. I think that ego is not something that is born of spirit, but is born of the body. Mm -hmm. And so we are placed into physical bodies I do believe in ancestral memory. I do believe in that whole, like, not just ancestral memory, but societal memory. Mm -hmm. And so we have this fight or flight thing, and it's built into us. Fight or flight is also an aspect of us that is the part of us that goes to negative thinking. Because we go to this whole aspect of if it can go wrong, it will as opposed to what you like to talk about is not just what if the worst thing happens, what if the best thing were to happen? But that ego wants to say, no, the worst thing's going to happen. I got plenty of history. You know, we're talking like 4 million years of history here or whatever. And, and it's like, I got the history. I know it's going to happen. It's going to be really bad. You really need to listen to me. So to me, ego is of the body, but ego is also a, is a drama queen. Yeah. And, a power, that's not the right word. Um, control freak. A control freak. Thank you. Yeah. So so it's, it's a drama queen and a control freak. And so to me, I try to have the compassionate aspect and go, okay, I get where you're going. I understand. And, you know, there is this whole line of thought that is like, thank you, ego, for what you are trying to do. I have this now. I, I thank you for your assistance, but I've got this and I'm going to, you know, move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but I'm just like, Michael, bring the sword. You know, it's like, that thing, that sounds like Michael! It, should be, it should be a country <laughs> music song, right? <laughs> Michael, bring the sword. Yeah. Michael, bring the sword. <laughs> right. It should, it should be. So I think it's fear-based. I think it's built into us. And that's what makes it so hard to get control of. Yeah. And you're talking about like physical instinct stuff, like fight or flight is coded, you're right, into our physical bodies. And so it is, I guess, the spiritual antithesis to fight or flight would be this kind of, 
you know, I'll give it paranoia as the label that fight or flight. We'll call that a paranoia set of structure. And mm-hmm. the opposite of paranoia is pronoia. And I feel like nobody knows that word. They don't. Right? So it's it is the it's the it's the antithesis. It's like if you're going to be wired physically to see things crashing and going over the cliff, you have to fight twice as hard to get to and maybe with a little help from your archangel friends to get to a place where you can supersede the instinct and go straight to the positive. Now, I don't think that I, that may be something that you spend your whole life trying to do. So it's like a little game of every time I have this paranoid thought, my my fight or flight, my ego, my whatever you want to call it starts to happen. I have to take a breath. I have to step outside of it and then imagine the opposite just to balance and cancel it out. I am going to be the first to admit that I don't think I did that great in math. But I'm get. I think it's algebra where the you have to cancel out the equations. It's been a long time. I know. I so think. Sure. I think that's what it is. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and venture. I'm sure people will tell us if it's, tell us if it's not. Well, we'll but it's hear. like when you're looking at the equations of it. If you have all the numbers on one side and you have like x on the other, you know, it's it, to me. It's yeah, like I think that's to, algebra. Yes. Yeah, it's algebra. So yeah. you have to be able to, to to balance the equations out by by putting that pronoia against the paranoia. And then just releasing it, right? So that's what would happen if it just cancels out, it's gone. So that's the exercise I think that we as spiritually based business owners, and and you can start doing this, I can start doing it, everybody that's listening can start doing it, is anytime you have that fight or flighty kind of feeling of, ooh, what's, what are people going to think? Or, ooh, what if they you know don't like it? Or, ooh, what if I get in trouble? Or, ooh, I'm not good enough. If you can kind of remind yourself in that moment to stop and take a breath and say the opposite thing. Like that, what if amazing things happen as a result of this? Which what is if, pronoia for people's yeah, definition, pronoia. basically. Pronoia is expecting the best stuff to happen. Yeah. The universe is out to support you. Not the universe, not like everyone's out to get me. Everyone's right. out to support me. Exactly. Uh, and it changes the way you relate to everything. And then I, I just, I am imagining that if you've got Ariel and you've got Michael and you've got your guardian angels on either yes. side of you, This seems like the best, most safest, most awesome way to do this thing. Even if you've been afraid of doing it before, even if you've wanted to do it before and you just never knew how, or you've done it before and it didn't go well, or, you know, people were telling you that it should be done a certain way or that, you know, you were doing it wrong or, you know, like anything that anyone told you or anything that you told yourself that was from that ego place. Imagine now how different it would be surrounded by all these angels. Well, and keep in mind, there is no angelic algebra. So none of these angels around you are going to cancel themselves out. They won't. You've you've got Ariel, you have Michael, and you have your guardian angels, and that won't change. And so you really do have this amazing team that is helping you to, and go back to the Claire's, you know, see the business the way that you want to see it, feel the business the way you want it to feel, Get the message out the way you want people to hear it and to know the business is going to be exactly what you were hoping it to be. So it's like, right? It's like, right. And that was totally new too. Geez, what what other new content can we come up with today? Definitely not angel algebra. We will not be teaching. There is no angel algebra. No. There's no. no. All right. Well, all of this to say, Rad, we're going to be doing something really special coming up, which is a three-part video series on all of this information and so much more. If you've ever wanted to launch, if you've ever wanted to build, if you've ever wanted to grow your spiritually based business, whether it's angels, 
whether it's Oracle cards, whether it's tarot cards, or what we like to call the magical unicorn realm, where <laughs> you're just doing something that's uniquely your own. There are ways that you can do it. And there's ways that you can do it in a safe and gentle and joyful and just adventurous way. And we are creating that bubble for all of you to join in. So come on and check it out at radleyvalentine.com forward slash biz, B-I-Z. That's right. That's right. And the other thing that Mooney did not mention is guaranteed you will have a lot of fun. Yes. Guaranteed you will have a lot of fun because the Radley Mooney show is hilarious. Yeah, it is. We do. And we haven't even started to share like one iota of the stories that we have that are legitimate knee slappers. Mm -hmm. Legitimate. That's right. We haven't, but we will. So come join us, RadleyValentine.com forward slash B-I-Z. B-I-Z. Well, Mooney, thank you so much for joining me today on the Angel Tarot Show. Once again, you are listening to the Angel Tarot Show podcast exclusively found at mindbodyspirit.fm. See you, hear you next week. You've been listening to the Angel Tarot Show with Radley Valentine. To discover more, visit radleyvalentine.com slash podcast. 